Welcome to Training for Manhood, an ongoing exploration and adventure intended to be fast, fun, and formative for guys who desire to be the best men they can. Young or old, there are always areas for improvement, growth, and maturity. We hope you'll pay attention and put into practice the useful advice you hear on this podcast. But remember, the goal isn't just to listen, but to do what you learn. Welcome to Training for Manhood. All right, welcome back to Training for Manhood. This is Dan Panetti, and I've got my friend, Gabe right. Boyd, with me. And I use the word friend because that's what we're going to talk about today. Is we're going to talk about friendship, um, what it means, what it looks like, um, how to build it, maybe why it's so difficult yeah, uh, to yeah. build good friends. But I wanted to start with a quote from George Washington, right? Okay. You can actually Google this and look it up, right? <laughs> okay. It's attributed to him. Every once in a while, um, I'll find quotes that... Um, that aren't actually to the person that they're attributed to. Right? And and I just, yeah, and I just yeah. kind of laugh at that. It's like, really? I've always thought so-and-so said that, right? But you can look this one up. It says um, it says this. I'll read it a couple times because it takes... Um, it's one of those things where, you know, um, when he wrote it, um, I, I think it, it meant to be carried with a lot of weight, okay. right? So it's like, it's got some big words, some 25-cent words that you kind of have to dissect for a second, okay? okay? So he said this, George Washington writing. He said, true friendship is a plant of slow growth, and must undergo and withstand the shocks of adversity before is it before it is entitled to the appellation. Okay? And okay. appellation just means like the, the title of friendship, right? Okay. So before you call somebody a friend, mm-hmm. right, um, he says basically it's going to take it a lot of time. Yes. And there has to be some level of adversity that it's gone through. Okay. Okay? So here, here's, the, here's the concept. Like I've, I've said this to my, my kids Right when they'll say something about their friends, mm-hmm. right, and I'll always be like, "Well, wait a second, is it a friend or is it a classmate? Mm-hmm. Is it a friend or is it a teammate?" And they're like, "Well, what do you mean?" I'm like, "Well, um, just because you play sports together with somebody doesn't mean they're your friends, mm-hmm. right? Just because you're in the same class with somebody at school doesn't mean they're your friends, right? So a friend mm-hmm. is something different, and I think we need to before, as George Washington would say, before you give somebody the title of friend." Right, you need to make sure that that's actually what you're associate. Right, they're not just a coworker. Yeah. Right, they're not just and, and and sometimes even family. Sometimes family can be family, but they're not friends. Right. Right. Sure. And so just this idea, right, that he said it's a plant of slow growth. Right. So, um, you don't just make a friend overnight. It's got to go through some. Right. You know, and he's like he's got to go through some adversity too. Right. Because you know just because you know you both won the lottery mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> doesn't mean you're going to be friends. Right. Yeah. Right. You know. Hey, look. Um, but just, you know, when you get that pushback on it, you realize kind of where that relationship is. And so um, when I when I talk about friendship, right, and men and how important it is for men to develop um, good, solid friends, Gabe, what is it that, that comes to your mind right away? Well, I just with that quote, um, man, I, I it's got my head spinning a little bit because I'm thinking about just how loosely that term is thrown around sure. now. Sure. I mean, you've got Facebook friends and we've got followers and we, we've got all these different ways that we try to try to assign these different relationships. That's, that's actually that really good, have. right? Like I've got thousands of friends that's on right. my social media, but are they really friends or are right. they just people who've connected with me on social media? Huge difference, yeah, right? And, and George Washington would not call those friends. George right. Washington would say, he's got five. Now, I've always heard this, right? I mean, literally, if you can count the number of friends that you have, right? On one hand, you're a blessed person, mm. right? I mean, just if you have five, maybe six or seven, you're like, just really good friends. Yeah, That's right. So whatever you have on your social media, how many thousands of people that are listed as friends, right? 
Washington would say those aren't friends; those are social media followers that you right. have, right? Right. Those are it's, it's like call them what they what they are. That's right. Yeah. It, it, well, so with that, I think it's so important to identify and really define what that term friend means. Okay. Uh, and I, I think that's a great, really, just kind of outline for what friendship within within a man's life needs to look like. Uh, I think that there does need to be uh, certain people who are titled your friends, and then other people that we have to recognize, like the reality of that relationship, is that maybe we're buddies or just acquaintances yeah, or, or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, to your point, classmates, teammates, coworkers, whatever that looks like. I think we need to be really. Um, maybe picky uh, on who we decide are our friends. And I think it's, I think it's that idea of adversity that really kind of separates um, who, who is an actual friend. Like who is the person that we can affix the title friend to uh, based on how we have dealt with conflict, whether it be with one another or adversity that we've gone through together. Maybe it's a shared uh, adversity that we've both experienced that we've uh, started to establish a, a relationship together because of that adversity that we shared. Um, I, so I, I just think that uh, in terms of men and friends, I think that if we're really, really honest, most of us don't have as many friends as we think that we actually do. I, I would agree. And I, I, I think... Um, I think that's probably concerning for a lot of guys because I think that there's a, a false sense of community right. uh, or, or even like a safety net of people we think we can count on. But when the rubber meets the road of life and, and adversity, um, are there really that many people that we could call in the middle of the night to come help us? Right. Uh, that if we were out of town would come help our wife with, that we could trust with a certain situation uh, if something was going on and we weren't able to do our job as a husband. Uh, I, I think that... Um, I, I think that within our culture today, there's there, the friend, the, the friend, the title friend is so loosely based. There's a false sense of security that we've built around ourselves um, that that probably we're a lot more lonely than we give ourselves credit. For. I totally agree. And there's a, there's a lot of really very powerful and interesting books out there about the loneliness, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and men especially, I think, fall into this category. Um, a lot of men don't see themselves as necessarily social creatures. Um, you know, hey, I can do life by myself. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I can take care of my, myself. Um, but the, the concept is, is we were all created in the image of God who is himself a social creature, mm-hmm. right? He is the Trinity, right? He has relationships, right? And so he made us to be relational, right. right? So even though I think, you know, a lot of men take pride in the idea of like, you know, hey, I could, you know, be on a, on a desert island all by myself, and I could survive. It's like that—that's not what life was created for. That's not what you were created for. Please don't, don't, you know, move in that, you know, category. Um, but I think, you know, it's an important thing. And you—you you mentioned, like, there's—I think there's little tests of friendships to kind of see, right? It's—it's it's not the hey, I got an extra ticket to the Cowboys game. Who do I invite? Right. Right. Because you know, everybody's saying yes to that. So those, those are <laughs> friends. And and just being being um, wanting to be around somebody and enjoying their company. Yeah. I don't really think is a test of friendship. Right. I think there's a lot of people that I, you know, I enjoy their company, but I wouldn't call them friends. Yeah. Um, we could have a great conversation about something, but I wouldn't call them friends. Right. Um, if they had an extra ticket to the Cowboy game and they called, I would go. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wouldn't call them friends. And I, I think that's a, that's a very difficult thing to kind of work through. Now, you did the. Right. Who are the people that you can call at two o'clock in the morning? Yes. Right. And say, you know, hey, you know, the, the, the sink is broke. I need somebody over here right now. I think that's a that, an actual special category of friend as well. OK. Um, so it's you know, I think 
Sometimes there are friends that you have that you just know they don't fit into that category. Um, I, I think there's there's that level of you know this is a person I can call for whatever, right? Right. But if you know if this you know the sink is you know clogged at two o'clock in the morning, right? Like I'm I'm calling you, right? Because <laughs> right? you, you would actually show up with tools and know what to do, <laughs> right? Um, and I'm not calling another friend of mine, sure, right? Yeah, who yeah. would be yeah. like uh, call a plumber, right? Yeah, I mean, right, I, right. You know, not going to help at all. So. Um, but I think that's a, a really important thing to kind of work through and go, what does it really mean to be a friend yeah. um, and what does that look like? And I think it's interesting. The Bible speaks about friendship and how important um, friendships are. Uh, one of the things that it gives us uh, gives us the idea that loyalty um, is a very uh, important aspect of friendship. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's a person who's not just there at two o'clock in the morning when you call. Right. But they're there consistently throughout the years. Right. Back to the George Washington quote. Right. True friendship is a plant of slow growth. Yeah. Right. That to really test a friendship. Um, it's not going to be a one time event that somebody shows up at. Right. But it's going to be a consistent walking through life with you. Yeah. Right. That that's somebody you can look at and say, hey, that's a good friend. It's going to take a long time for you to understand that 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 person actually is a friend. Yeah, yeah, and, and I think that um, fr- friendships are such an such an interesting topic because you know I think all of us can can remember like having friends when we were kids, sure. and and some of us still have those same friends even as adults now, right? And we may only talk to them once or twice a year, but we would still consider them some of our dearest friends, and, and so some of that just attributes to that fact of this this slow growth process that there's this history right. about our relationship that is that is, I mean, not to be too biblical, but is knit our hearts together um, to where we know that should something come up, uh, whether my life or his life, like we can count on one another just because of that past history that we've had. But I think there's also a category for friends that we make that we feel like we've known forever. Right. Uh, that there that there are those people that we just automatically connect with. Um and, and while they may be on a different level as those lifelong friends that we've had, uh, I, I do think that there are some friends that we can make um, that we, we look forward to continuing that slow growth friendship with. Uh, it's somebody that we're going to actually be intentional and invest some time in getting to know and build a relationship with them. Uh, and I think, man, for guys, like it's so weird hearing myself say these things because I know that I'm not great at a lot of these things. Uh, that that um, if I'm quite honest, like pride is is a real thing um, for my life, and I, I know that I'm not the only guy in the world that struggles with this. Right. But in in terms of pride, like there's a certain element of like I, I can do these things on my own. Like whatever I feel confident that whatever life throws at me, um, I can handle it. Um, and the truth of the matter is, is that I can't. Uh, and it's taken me a long time to get to that place to where uh, it's not a sign of weakness for me to ask for help or to call a friend, uh, to just simply talk something through. Uh, and really what I've learned just within my own life and experiences with other friends is that, man, when left, when left alone to my own devices, um, I, I will tend to, to do what I think is right in my own eyes. Yeah. I, I'll tend to feed my own flesh uh, to, to either make myself more prideful or to just handle things the way that I think that they should be handled. And, and if you know anything about Scripture and the Israelites, that when they did things that were right in their own eyes, right. it's it a great, didn't it's a, go yeah, well. It's a great phrase, right? <laughs> they did what was right in their own eyes, 
and then you see the disaster coming. That's so, right. Um, there's, a, there's a great proverb, Proverbs uh, 18, 24. It says, um, there's a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I love that concept, right? Because uh, we understand that, you know, family uh, is there whether we like them or not, right? They're, they're there whether we love them or not. Family's family. It's That's a whole right. different category, you know, of people. Um, but there, there are friends that can actually be closer than family, right? There are friends um, that can be there, right, when the need is great, where family isn't going to be there. Uh, and I think one of the things that for me, when I think about friends, um, I have this concept in my mind is it's a person who wants what's best for me, right, and is able to help me get to that particular version, right? So it's not, um, let's say, you know, you know, I got a group of people and we're going out, you know, on Friday night, we're going to do something stupid, right? Are those my friends? Well, they're people you're doing something stupid with, mm-hmm. right? But a friend is going to be somebody who comes along and says, hey, that's not best for you. Yeah. Right? Like that's that's not what you should be doing, right? And they're going to they're going to call you out on that. They're going to, as we talked about before, men speak truth, right? They're going to, yeah. they're going to say things to you that you need to hear. That's a friend, yeah. right? And so sometimes a friend um, isn't going to be at the activities that you're doing because the friend's like, no, that's not what's best for you. So I'm not going to participate in that. I'm not going to be there with you. And I think that's an important thing for us to to remember is that idea of if a friend is somebody who wants what's best for us, right, that sometimes they're going to have to say hard things to us when we don't want what's best for us, yeah. right? They're going to have to, they're going to have to say those things to us that we need to hear that we're unwilling to say to ourselves, And I think that's where you mentioned the word pride, yeah. right? I think a lot of times we don't want to hear it from somebody else, things that ultimately we should be saying to ourselves in the mirror, yeah. right? But we're not. Yeah. Right, because the easiest person to lie to is yourself. That's right. Right, but That's a friend right. is is a person who's just unwilling to lie to you about things. Right, they're going to tell you, "Hey, you need to be there." Hey, um, you know, I, I have people tell me all the time, you know, things like, um, "I don't have enough time to read," or "I don't have enough time to do this," or "I don't have time, enough time to do that." Right, and I always laugh, right, because if you look at it, like literally, like we all literally have exactly the same amount of time every day, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, you know, Gabe's got 24 hours a day. I've got 24 hours a day, right? The president of the United States has 24 hours a day. I mean, yeah. like we literally all have the same amount of time. And so you could never say, right, that I don't have time to do X, Y, or Z, right? You should always say, right, that's not a priority of mine, mm. right? So reading, right, spiritual things, whatever, just it's not a priority of mine, yeah. right? We, we were just talking about, you know, I've got... Um, you know, some, some uh, kids that, uh, that we're dealing with as far as, um, you know, going to practice, right, um, or going to church. Right. Right. And it's like, well, you know, we don't, we don't have time to go to church. Well, it's like, well, yeah, you do. Yeah. Right. But you don't have time to go to church if you want to practice. Right? right. If you're involved in, you know, a select sport and it's practicing on a Sunday, well, yeah, of course you can't get to church. Right. But it's not a matter of time. It's a matter of priority. Right. Right. And I think the concept of a friend is, right, that they're the ones who come along and they say the things to you. Right. Where the, you know, instead of you saying, hey, I don't have time to go to the gym. They're like, yeah, you do. You just don't prioritize it. Right. I don't have time to get to church. Yeah, you do. You just don't prioritize it. Right. I don't have time to read. Yeah, you do. You just don't. Right. A friend is somebody who over the years, right, they've earned your trust that they can say things to you that need to be said. Yeah. Well, and and just speaking of that priority, we're talking about like, um, why men don't have the friends that they should. And, and so far, all we've really done is tell everybody, like, you don't have as many as you think you do. And so sorry about so, that, right? So how do, how do we get so, more friends? Yeah, I, I want to help, yes. help us get to this like point that. to where we say, uh, so, okay, so help us 
help us solve this problem of how do I develop good friendships and, and what you've explained, why they're important, because when left to myself, yep. I'm going to do what's right in my own Absolutely. eyes, and I know that's not what's beneficial for me or others around me. So I'm looking around, I'm thinking, okay, I've got my social media friends, they're not really friends, I've got these people that I really can't count on, so I don't really have as many friends. Right, but I need friends. So how do I develop good friendships? What would you say would be the right. yeah. very well, first thing? To 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 your to your last point, prioritizing friendships. Okay. I think making time for other men um, is really really important. Um, and some of that, it, I mean, all of that is going to go back to like how intentional can you be to seek out relationships with other men to do these shoulder to shoulder activities that allow you time and something to do to create shared experiences with another man. Okay. So, okay. You mentioned shoulder to shoulder activities. Some people skip right over that. Okay. What do you, what do you mean by that? Yeah. Well, it's been my experience that most men aren't great at sitting across from each other. Like we are talking face to face. That's right. Right. So, I, yeah, let's, let, let's sit down face to face. Think about you and your wife or, that's right. you know, you and your kids, right. Where you're sitting across your face to face. So sometimes instead of just face to face activities, we call them shoulder to shoulder activities. That's right. right. So we're, we're next to each other. We're doing the same activity, but we're not necessarily in an intimate relationship. Right. But, you know, we're out doing an activity together. We're doing something shoulder to shoulder. So what would those things kind of look like? Yeah. I, I mean, I think they, they can be anything. Hopefully there's they're something that you both enjoy doing. Sure. Uh, and, it, and it could be something so simple. It could be something that you uh, do just with each other. You could bring your sons along with you. Yep. Uh, I, I mean, it can be um, anything to, to the point of like going to a game. But, but when we talk about like going to a game or going to a movies, like the whole idea of the shoulder to shoulder activities is not that we're just doing something together but we're giving ourselves space to like work on a relationship and typically relationships are worked on through like articulating um where we're at right. through, through words through so, conversation so, so again right um four hours of playing golf together right um it can build a relationship right it can build a friendship or it can just be four hours of being in the same place at the same time, but not really building it, right? right. Kind of like being in a movie, right? Are we really talking? Are we really sharing time together? Or are we just kind of sharing the experience? Now, right. not that shared experiences don't help build relationships, That's right. right? But the idea is that even if even when you're in a shoulder-to-shoulder -shoulder activity, right, the more that you can actually connect, the more that you can share with each other, Right during those shoulder-to-shoulder -shoulder activities, right, the better that relationship is going to do and, and grow over time. I think my step one in how to how to develop good friendships, right, is actually be a friend first. Yeah. Right. So as opposed to saying, okay, how do I go out and find five good friends, right? Yeah. It's how do I go be a good friend to one person. Yeah. Right. And if I can be a good friend, right, to five different people, right, maybe I wouldn't count them as friends. Maybe they count me as a friend. But I'm beginning to develop that concept of what that looks like, right? And I think that's a great place to start is, right? I may not have five good friends, but I may be a good friend to five different people. Yeah, that's step, great. Step one. That's great. Right? And then step two is you're going to watch as those people kind of begin to look at it and say, hey, Gabe's a good friend to me. How can I be a good friend back to Gabe? Yeah. Right? But I, I don't think that that has to be right always a two-way street. Um, I think there are people that I have, right, that I'm a good friend to that aren't good friends to me. Yeah. I have some people that are good friends to me that I'm not a good friend back to them. Yeah. Right. So I think that that's a, a concept as well that you've got to realize that my step one is as opposed to going out and finding good friends, just go out and be a good friend. Yeah, I agree. Totally. I, yeah, I think that's super important. And I think that's true about pretty much any relationship that we we want to have. Right. right? Is we want to we want to be what we're looking for. 
Um, and, and so I think being a good friend is, is a great first step. Uh, and then trying to prioritize, like I said, just finding that priority level of, hey, being in community with other men is really, really important. It is. Uh, it's not just important for my own well-being, but it's important for their well-being. Like you said, like being a good friend to other people that expresses genuine concern for their well-being um, and, and wanting what's best for them in any given circumstance. Uh, and so I think finding a way to build a, a community around you so that uh, you might um, continue to be, just like I said before, everything that God has called you to be, uh, you're not going to be that on your own. Uh, just like there's no, no amount of anything that we can do to save ourselves, it, it, it took Jesus to help save us. Um, we're not going to be all that he has called us to be without having other people to continue to spur us on, to see us through those adversities, to continue to walk the long, um, the long walk of life with us through all of its ups and downs. This is what friendship looks like to me. Yeah, now the, the, the word that you used and George Washington used, right, was adversity. There's one other proverb I want to throw out here, right? Okay. Proverbs 19.4 says, Wealth brings many new friends, but a poor man is deserted by his friend. Right? And the, and the concept is, is I, want, I want us to be aware right, of the reality that sometimes people want to be our friends because of something that they want from us. So they don't really want friendship. They want something that we have. Yeah. So, so be careful of that. Be careful of the people who are the, you know, the, the latchers on, the hangers on, right? Mm -hmm. But also be careful. It says, um, you know, a poor man is deserted by his friends. And, and it doesn't just mean that, like, that you're poor. It means that you're, you're adding nothing, mm -hmm. right? So if you're a person who's adding nothing to a relationship, people aren't going to stay around you, right? right? So I think that's a, that's a great reminder to us is, you know, go, go be a friend, but it, you have to look, if you don't have a lot of friends around you, maybe it's because there's nothing that you add to their life, mm. um, that, that there's nothing that they need from you, right? If they call you at 2 o'clock in the morning, you're not answering. If they need you to show up at an event, you're not there, right? If they, hey, we need help moving, you don't show up, right? Yeah. If, you're, if you're a poor man because, right, you're an isolated island man and you don't have any friends, I think that's something that men need to be able to evaluate and say, yeah, if I had millions of dollars, I'd have tons of friends. Yes, they wouldn't be friends. They would just be people yeah. who want your money. Yeah. Um, but if you don't have anything to give to people, right, they're not going to want to be around you either. That's right. So great, great reminder. I think for this week, um, the idea is for me is go be a friend. Sounds great. Right? So, you know, evaluate your friendships. But at the, at the very start, step one, uh, go be a friend to somebody. Go help somebody out. Go minister to somebody. Uh, go find somebody who needs something, right? And we've identified that whole thing. Don't be um, oblivious to the That's needs right. around you. Right. Be observant. Observe that and go be a friend to somebody and begin to start there. Thank you for listening to Training for Manhood. If you found the conversation to be valuable, make sure to rate us where you listen to podcasts. Also, check out additional content on our website, trainingformanhood.com. That's training, the number four, manhood.com. Until next time, in the words of King David, be strong and show yourself a man.